One day you wake up and you realize that you're older than you ever intended to be. Whatever that means. When we're 25, age makes no difference. When we're 30, there's more of a difference, depending on whether you're male or female, from what I've learned from my clients. The 30-year-old heterosexual woman starts thinking about biological clocks and everything that goes along with that husband, children, settling down. Maybe it's not the same thing for the heterosexual male at that point. Or maybe it is. I also have clients who are heterosexual males around the 30 plus year old mark. And they're looking at their lives, maybe not in the same context as the biological clock, but more of what, and it pains me to say this, but what peer pressure on the heterosexual male feels like. I need to be somebody. I need to accomplish something. I need to be going somewhere. And it kind of makes me sad because I have clients who are in their early 20s who feel the same way, male and or female. I need to be going someplace. I need to be making something of my life. And I try to explain, live your life first, at least for a few years. And then focus in on what it is that seems to be your passion. I mean, after all, isn't that what our life goal should be about? Our passion? And I'm here to tell you that passions change over time. I was in an administrative assistant. Yes, at UCSD, I was bullied and belittled and made to feel less than. That's an isolated incident. Unfortunately, it was an incident that lasted a lot longer than it should have. But I moved to the Bay Area, and I was an administrative assistant again under a new regime where I realized I'm an administrative assistant and I'm going to be the best damn admin assistant that I possibly can be on my way to making myself 
I don't want to say better, but more. I don't want to belittle admins, but I just want to say that I was in a position to say I wanted more for me. Anybody can say this is what I want. This is where I choose to be. And that's wonderful. For me, I wanted more. And like my ex-boss and my present friend says, I clawed my way to middle management. And I did. And I'm proud of myself. I got to where I wanted to be. Even though I didn't have any idea where I wanted to be, I knew I wanted to be more to improve. I'm getting my doctorate. I'm going to make everybody on this live long planet call me doctor. I'm just joking. I'm not going to make everybody call me doctor. Uh, I just want my doctoral project because I know that I succeeded, but I want to have doctor on my tombstone. I've already got plans to, after I get my PsyD, my doctoral recognition, that I'm going to go back and start my bachelor's, I think that's where I'm going to go, for journalism. I don't think I've talked about the whole graduating from high school, getting a full scholarship to Pepperdine, and really flushing that out so that everybody understood my experience along those lines. But at a point in my life, I was destined to be a journalist. And I regret that I didn't fulfill that destiny because... Why else am I doing my podcast? Why else do I love to write? And by writing, I I was talking to a client earlier today about the very different types of writing. When I was a, a contract and grant negotiator at the UC, it was all about the word. We all need to understand what everybody means so that if I'm taken to court one day, I can stand up in front of the court and say, this is exactly what everybody meant. Instead of saying, well, we all sort of kind of understood what everybody meant, but yeah, the words didn't sort of say that. Can you see how irresponsible that would be? in the position of being a contract grant negotiator. Then I started my doctoral project and almost immediately my chair told me I was being too bombastic. I think as I said before, I had to look up the word bombastic and then realize, yes, I was being too flowery What was good enough for Shakespeare may not be good enough for me doing my doctoral project. I needed to be succinct and to the point. 
So the contracting grant writer and the flowery bombastic writer didn't work for me as a doctoral project writer. Guess what? I've got three types of writing under my belt. And then once I complete my doctoral project, then I'm going to start journalism. And I'm going to take all three of those components and coalesce them into my writing style. I would get, admittedly so, upset when my chair would tell me or would rewrite what I was writing for the activity or the chapter or, you know, the assignment. I would get upset when my ex-boss, Joe, who's now my friend, would bleed all over my writings. And I would say, okay, fine, if you want to write it, write it yourself. And I understand now that that was not the mature way of looking at it. They were, tr- they were training me to be able to write in my own way, under my own abilities, with my own strengths. And I appreciate that. But like my bestest friend in the whole wide world, Vicky, said when I would bitch and complain to her about it, write the way that she wants you to write, get your degree, and then write the way that you want to write. And that makes perfect sense to me. It's playing the game by somebody else's rules. No, I take that back. It's playing their game by my own rules, by going along with their rules. Write the way we want you to write. Do what you need to do. And then eventually I've learned and then I can do my own thing. I hope I didn't confuse, but I think it makes sense. Anyway, again, I'm not sure why I started this podcast. I just needed to say. So let me pause. Let me go back. Let me see what why I started this whole thing. And maybe I landed. I don't know. Maybe I just landed on where I needed to be. But let me just double check. I'll be back in a sec. Oh, wow. I just went back and realized where I started from. We wake up one day and we're older than we ever intended to be. And then I sort of went off on a trajectory trajectory of the heteros. That's interesting to me, psychologically. Why did I go there? For the gays, is it any different? I don't think so. As far as relationships go, yes. And I don't want to talk about that. I've talked about that before. But as far as getting ahead 
and progressing in life, I think we're all the same. And the reason why I say I wake up one day and realize that I'm older than I ever intended to be is because then I need to look back on my life and assess. Fortunately for me, I assessed and I actually accomplished a lot of what I wanted to accomplish, but I have to caveat that with a lot of it didn't have anything to do with a set plan. I just sort of fell into it. Like I've talked about in a previous podcast when I went back to school at the age of 32 to prove that I wasn't stupid. I got my AA. I proved to myself I wasn't stupid. I realized that I was not as exposed to resources as other people. But then I sort of fell into the BA and the MS, Human Development and Psychology, respectively, which helped me understand my passion. Yay. Yay me. I'm so glad that I was able to figure that out and I gave myself the opportunity to move forward in that way. And hopefully you allow yourself to be able to figure out your destiny, your passion, your mission in life the same way. It doesn't happen often, but it can happen. As they said in Big Brother, don't think one step ahead. Don't think two steps ahead, but think three steps ahead. We all need to do that. We need to be thinking past our nose, as I say, not just within the realm of whatever happens to be around us at the time. No, think big. Think of the possibilities. Examine yourself. Examine what you'd like to do, your passions, your desires, and go with it. That's going to lead you in the right direction. And once you find yourself in the groove of a passion, Go for it. I did. I found myself in the passion of human development and psychology. I didn't say, wow, I have no idea why I'm going in this direction. I didn't say, well, that was the channel that they sent me down as opposed to liberal arts. I had the wherewithal to say, "Mm, let me think about this for a second. Wow, I'm feeling it. Let me keep doing it. Let me see where it leads me. And it led me. And I'm so proud of myself 
for allowing myself to lead me, to go in the direction that felt right for me. Go in the direction that feels right for you. Even if it feels right for you, and it leads you in a direction that ultimately you say, no, I'm not feeling it. That doesn't mean you're at a dead end. It just means I've learned. I've, lear- I've learned something new about myself. And now I understand, and now I can readjust, and now I can move in this direction, because knowledge is never a bad thing. Knowledge is always going to serve us well. I know, I sound like I'm preaching, and maybe I am to a certain degree, But as a friend of mine told me earlier today, share, represent. There are a lot of people who have not even been challenged with the things that I've been challenged with or that others in my position have been challenged with. So it's kind of like a responsibility on our part to share that information so that you can decide, okay, I want to listen to what you have to say. I want to take on a little bit of what you have to say, or I want to disregard what you have to say. But none of us can make a decision on our own without collecting all the information that is available to us. So I'm just presenting more information and I would just want to leave this. You wake up one day and you realize that you're older than you ever intended to be. Make sure when you wake up one day and you realize that you're older than you ever intended to be, that you have accomplished everything that you could have possibly imagined for yourself. Be aware, be awake, understand yourself, listen to my message, listen to other people in the same position, collect the data, and then ultimately make the decision for yourself. I've lived to tell until next time.